Hey, I'm Bert, and welcome to Season 2 of Dabbing with Washington Artists. If you're new to the show, the idea is simple. Six questions, six dabs. So pull up a chair, light your torches, as we interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Dubs Don Prodigy. Hey, you can follow me on all my socials, Dubs TDP. Check the comments below. Just dropped a new song, OT. You're going to love that shit. Hey, check it out. We got some more coming out. My boy Tulu, Addy, and even more dope shit coming out, man. Hey, just check it out. All right. Hey, one love. Uh, shout out to Dabbing with Washington State. Cool spot. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a rainbow sorbet, a Washington apples, and a sour space candy. And we will round out the session with a pineapple chunk, a Hawaiian sugar cookies, and a Maui Wowie. Thank you guys for joining us today on Dapping with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by uh, Dubs, the Don Prodigy. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, Thank you for driving right. all the way up here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Uh, so uh, if you're familiar with how we uh, how we do this, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Okay, okay. Uh, so the first one we got here is some rainbow sherbet. Rainbow Sorbet is an indica-dominant hybrid with a distinct terpene profile of sage and fruitiness and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling creative and productive. We scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 112th Avenue in Everett. Perfect. There you go. So the first thing we like to ask everybody when they come onto the show uh, is uh, what role does cannabis have in your creative process? I mean, I started kind of writing before I smoked weed, so it okay. didn't really affect it a whole lot. But when I actually did start smoking, I found like if I take a hit out of a sober mind, it just hits me with a slew of words, bro. And, uh, oh, yeah. It just starts flowing. I can't help it. So I start freestyling. Then I'm like, man, I got to write all this down. Like this is more than I had before. Did you did you kind of get into uh, smoking a little bit later in life? It kind of sounds like it a little uh, bit. Just a little bit. It was a little bit after, you know, I caught a whiff of it, and I was like, man, what is that? And then a little bit later, I'm like, okay, I don't know if that is. Yeah, it was for me, so, you know, I'm yeah, like, okay. I, totally, I totally get it. Uh, do you have a preference for, like, say, indicas or sativas? Probably indica. Yeah. yeah. I like the mind high because, like, the body high doesn't do too much to me. I think it just runs through, you know. Okay. All right. I had one of the sativa chiba chews one time. Mm -hmm. Just ate it, didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? I was like, I should have taken an indica. But, but. Edibles are almost a little bit different for everybody, too, because yeah. I think it has to do with your liver and everything like that. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, but uh, no, that's great, though. Uh, do you have any particular strains at the moment that you're really digging on? No, I'm digging on. Um, I really stick with the Kush. I love oh, purple yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. I know not straight indica, but like blueberry as well. You mm -hmm. know, if I can find anything like that, just. I had a really good blueberry just the other day. Oh, yeah. Funny. That's what I'm saying. They like, <laughs> have some good deals out there, and they're just like, try this, man. I'm like, I, I want that. I don't know. So moving along here, speaking of Washington, we have, actually, that's a great. <laughs> we, uh, we got some Washington apples. Okay, okay. I like that. Washington Apples is an indica-dominant strain bred here in Washington and is known for its sweet and citrusy terpene profile and tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked. We found a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 113th Avenue in Renton. Perfect. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, how has living in Washington influenced your sound or your creative process? Um, I guess it's kind of uh, made me want to be more creative. You know what okay. I'm saying? So we don't have a huge like Northwest, um, like how they have like down South, East, West Coast, we mm -hmm. have, like a Northwest whole area for itself where people are putting on for it. There's a lot of really good artists out here, but they don't tell me all the Northwest, right? you know what I mean? So it'd be really cool if we came out with something like that. So I'm kind of trying to create a different sound that can hook on to people. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been doing that for a long time, just trying to be a little bit different. When I first started, I was terrible, man. And it wasn't I, everybody always did it, man. <laughs> yeah, like, there wasn't like a whole lot of people in my, um, in my general bowl that could like you know spit and everything to tell me hey bro that's trash bro like mm -hmm. i think my brother was one of the only people and he was out doing this thing all the time so I was like, man somebody tell me if this is good or not somebody tell me if this is good or not oh, yeah. you know? so growing up it was a little bit hard but finding the right people bro yeah. absolutely are you from washington originally yeah born and raised out in uh 360 nice nice good. nice i'm from the tacoma area so i mean yeah, yeah absolutely um, so would you say that, um, it has affected like how your actual sound, uh, has come out? Like, uh, I think so a little bit, yeah. Cause it's a little bit of like everything, you know, we have mm -hmm. um, all sorts of different kind of music up here. You got the blues, you got the folk, you got rock, you've got metal. I know a bunch of different metal bands out here. Oh yeah. Out in Olympia and everything, uh, all the hip hop, people just doing poetry. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, so kind of trying to mix all sorts of the different culture that we kind of have up here and putting it all into one a little bit of that yeah oh yeah that's awesome uh so for our third one here we have some <laughs> some of these names some sour space candy yeah okay okay yeah i like all the new names man dude yeah some of these just kind of crack me up because like uh, sometimes when i'm picking them up at the store i don't necessarily pay attention to the uh the name sometimes I go, oh, yeah, that just looks yeah. pretty. Let me grab that one yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. And then it looks like it'll smoke smooth. Then I'll get home and realize what the name on the package is yeah. and just start going, of course. <laughs> you know? Sour Blueface is a sativa dominant strain known for its complex terpene profile and its tendency to leave the smoker giggly and chatty. We scored a gram of these amazing diamonds at a shop on Evergreen Way in Everett. So you uh, recently released a series of singles, including um, the OT and Throat Baby. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. No, yeah. That was an accidental one. That was uh, sending that to somebody else. She ain't never heard of that before. Oh, really? Yeah, she ain't heard that song before. Nah, I dropped OT, though. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what can you tell me about it? Uh, OT, so I've been dropping music for, like, people that work, bro. Like, people that are outside grinding. So mm -hmm. I've got... Uh, OT working, you know, I dropped the dash, the GPS. So when people have something to thumb to, that's like, oh, this dude getting money. Me too, bro. I'm on that grind. So okay, okay. Trying to do, yeah. So how would you how would you describe that then? Like, what is music for uh, for people that are on the grind? Like, uh, you need something that's got your heart racing. Honestly, something that gives okay. you some tempo, uh, kind of easy listening to, but at the same time, a little bit of a hard style. You know. Okay. I work concrete. I was working moving. Oh. You know what I mean? So I swung hammers. I lifted boxes. I still landscape right now. I lift boxes every day. So oh, yeah. That's all I do. So when I'm hearing some music like that, it's just thumping. It's like, oh, my life. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. 
So yeah, something to kind of get people out of out of their head on what they're necessarily yeah, doing, and just kind of get them into that movement yeah. sort of thing. If you're doing like a mindless task, like building concrete forms, man, you need something just hidden. Yeah, like you want to tune out all the bullshit from everybody else coming through, like. So uh, so uh, then when you tackle these kind of songs, what kind of lyrics do you uh, do you try to? Um, well, sorry, let me let me rephrase that. Um, where do you try to go with your lyrics? Like, what do you what are you trying to tell the uh, the, the people on the grind? Uh, trying to keep yourself motivated. Like, okay, motivated and keep yourself proud of yourself. You know what I mean? So that's cool. You have proud lyrics saying like, "Hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Hey, I can be the shit. I'm hitting this hard. Yo, yo, oh, so, yeah. or yo, so pasado, like everything like that. That kind of gets you in that good mood because. Sometimes people have really, you know, they got some sad music. That doesn't help out when you're trying to pick stuff up. You're trying to help somebody For out, sure. make something look good. So just trying to make something that, you know, kind of motivates everybody. Okay, so we're uh, at a halfway point here. And how are you feeling so far? I'm feeling pretty good, yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Well, we're going on here with some pineapple chunk. Pineapple glue is a well-balanced hybrid known for its strong and distinct pineapple taste and smell and its cerebral high that leaves the smoker calm and chatty. We scored a gram of this doughy crumble at a dispensary on 64th Avenue in Bothell. So, uh, so what first inspired you to get into music? Um, honestly, I was like kind of writing stories as a kid, you know, okay. growing up. Um, I didn't hear a lot of rap music, but once I hit like middle school, my one homeboy Marcus, he just showed me a whole bunch of rap music. Like, Check this out. And I'm like, oh, this is good. So I was like, I wonder if I can write something like this. So, you know, we came up, come up with bars and stuff. I was like mm-hmm. 13 and everything. He's like, you should start writing down. You know what a 16 is? I was like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, let me teach you, bro. And so right from then, I was just writing bars, writing songs, and um, took a long time before I figured out, you know, you can record and all this and make music and do something with it. I was like, I got to get this out. Nice. Kept nice. Me, yeah, so that kind of motivated me after going through all sorts of bullshit. I was like, man, I got to get this off my chest, at least something. You know? For sure. And now that you're uh, now that you're writing lyrics for songs, do they still kind of uh, take sort of that story writing inspiration that you had before? Uh and translating it into uh, to lyrics. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So I like to kind of tell stuff that's happened before, you know. Okay. Um, sometimes with there, you know, I do like to play with metaphors and everything on tantrics and stuff. So of course it's going to sound crazy and different, but a lot sure. of it, if you listen, it's just things that I've gone through, things that other people go through that I feel like they can really listen to and be like, oh, okay, I understand that. Oh yeah. There's a lot of music out there, you know. I didn't do exactly what they did, but I relate to that. You know what I mean? Like I understand. Like it's like I understand where that mindset is. Like that's real similar in you know certain ways. You know, like kind of way. Yeah, I feel that. Um, Do you have any particular artists that have inspired your uh, your change from uh, from writing stories to writing music? Like, uh, what was on that first CD? Um, oh, so, like, my first... You're talking, like, the first album I liked? Or yeah, like or the, the, one, that you, one, the one that your buddy... Uh, or, or whatever the, uh, the music uh, that your friend had you listen to. So it was, like, I heard, um, like, Soul Survivor and okay. stuff like that on the radio, Nappy Roots, and then my boy showed me, like, D12, and I was like, oh, they got some really... That's some crazy bars going on here. He's like, 
it was just been some crazy shit like that. So we're doing stuff like that. And then Jeezy, T.I., um, I started hearing like J. Cole, Nas. Uh, Nas really hit me. I was like, oh, I know this guy from like when I was like a little kid, you know, on the radio. And I was like, oh, I know this guy because I didn't get to listen to a lot of rap. I just heard a lot of music, like rock and alternative stuff growing up. Okay. So getting all that rap in later, it was just like, just hitting me. I was like, oh, I love, all right, all these artists, I need to hear them. All right. So this uh, next one coming up here is our number five. We have some Hawaiian sugar cookies. Hawaiian is a classic sativa that is known for its smooth smoke, hints of lemon, and tendencies to leave the smoker focused and chatty. We picked up a gram of this crumble from a shop on Broadway in Everett. pandemic restrictions are starting to uh, to lift uh, do you have any plans for live shows um, yeah I've been talking to a couple promoters uh, got one cousin out there he's been touring kind of the country doing this thing so mm-hmm. just kind of I want to build up more of a brand and everything and then okay. get to doing some more shows I want some more heads out there and everything absolutely so yeah before the pandemic we were doing quite a few shows I mean Went out there, same stage with Brother Lynch, uh, Cess Crew. Okay. Uh, shout out my boy Sirius Mag. He put me on a lot of shows with some big names. Um, nice. So that was pretty cool. Uh, my brother Noai as well. And, um, you know, well, before the pandemic, yeah. So once I hit, it's been chilling. So now that I'm coming out, I want to release a few singles, maybe get an album out or something, and really just take the road. Do you think uh, doing the live shows is going to be different now that uh... – now that we've gone through this whole pandemic thing and all that stuff, how do you foresee it being any playing out any different? Um, maybe there'd be more like online shows. You know what I mean? I saw cool. um, Raz Simone. He had people pull up and he gave him headphones. Oh, okay. Nobody could be around each other, so everybody stayed in their cars. So he just passed out free headphones. That's and, cool. That's a cool idea. You know what I mean? So maybe hop on like a live stream or something. You know? I think it'd be kind of cool to see like them do like both like the live and. Uh, um, the stream as well, like yeah, so, like yeah. if you just don't, if like you want to watch the show but you don't want to actually like go and be yeah. in a crowd or something, you know, to have both. Plus, they they can make way more money doing that. Yeah, you know? I you mean, for the artist and the venues. Yeah, you could have a smaller venue, mm-hmm. have more people come because they're online and everything. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad it's going up. I kind of missed it, man. You know what I mean? It was absolutely. Uh, it's one of those things you got to get up there. I was about to get ahead of myself before the dab here. Uh, so for our last dab of the day, we've got some Maui Wowie. Okay, yeah. Classic. Maui Wowie is a classic sativa dominant strain with hints of earthiness, pineapple, and lemon, and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker chatty and creative. We scored a gram of the sugar wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Bellingham. There you go, going hard for the last one. <laughs> so from your portfolio and from what we talked about earlier, you, uh, you've done a few collaborations. 
Um, like you mentioned, Seven the Panther. Yeah, uh, seven, yeah. Shout out, he was on our show as well. Yeah, shout out the Panthers as well. Um, so what can you tell me about like a collaboration process like that? Um, so I mean, kind of networked, you know, I mean, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. things like that. So I've been seeing a lot of people putting out APBs like, yo, we need somebody, you know what I mean? And I've seen a lot of people put, uh, portraying their talents and everything on there. So one day I hit on there, I was like, you know, somebody wanted to do a track with me, and he was one of the people, um, oh, nice. as well as real life, uh, 253, him as well. Mm-hmm. So they both hopped on, shoved Mad Love on Evil Tell Equals. Okay. Um, so I got a song with them. Um, shout out, like, my boy Tulu, Serious Mag again, you know, um, just kind of working with a lot of artists, uh, Blue Nose Group, Recession Proof, you know, I'm just trying to uh, kind of network with a lot of people and get kind of, for sure, you know, get kind of get the web stretched out. So it's kind of um, intersecting a lot of people. Okay. Kind of building, you know, kind of building like, not really like an army, but, you know, kind of a mass. Absolutely. So. Uh, and how does how does uh, that process differ from like doing like a single uh, by yourself? So like a single by myself, I'll just, I'll be going through beats and I'll find something I like and I just start writing to it. And okay. And say if I really like it, I'll just finish it that night and nobody gets to hop on it. But if there's a couple verses on it. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'd love it if somebody else hopped on this because some songs, they need another person. Some song it's really nice to have another perspective on it. So then I hit up my boys, hit up some people on social medias. You know, who wants to hop on this? Like, I need somebody. And if I feel like somebody specific needs to be on it, I'm going to hit them up directly, you know? Have you ever had any instances where, like, you hit or you get together with somebody, but then find your ideas just aren't gelling and you're not you're not working out or something like that? Like, how do you handle that? There's been a few songs. I've had a couple of homies like, hey, hop on this song, you know, and I'm listening to them like, I just don't like it. You know what I mean? You're I can't. Not feeling it. Yeah, especially if there's already a hook already made for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just not, like, vibing with the hook or something. I'll just be like, eh, I can't really feel it. Let's do something else. Okay. All right. Well, hey, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining us yeah. uh, today. I hope you had fun. Yeah, that no, was great. Thanks for the dabs, man. Absolutely. Um, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good interview. I liked it. Thank that you so great. much, man. We appreciate you saying that. And uh, you guys make sure to check them out online. And uh, thank you all. Stay high, everybody. There you go. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye. Ha <laughs>